Welcome to Geared Up from GeekWire.com in Seattle. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We have a giant show this week. We're going to be talking about all sorts of gadgets and technology news, including the latest from Amazon, a way to get Alexa into your car that I've been trying out, plus T-Mobile's new TV service. That's right. On Carrier, the TV space. Absolutely. We've got some technical details, some really interesting deep dive on on what T-Mobile is going to be doing when they come out with their new TV service to challenge the likes of Comcast, right. Charter, and others. How's your holiday shopping going, though, Andrew? It's going crazy. It's the ho- Okay, so I literally just hit the first buy on Amazon last night. So I haven't been paying, paying much attention to the date because... Like some things were like too bad, it's not gonna come in time. So I really had to like reshuffle things. Um, if you haven't done all of your holiday shopping yet, you should know there's two things, two two of the popular things I've been seeing this year. iPhone 10, obviously, right? Very popular, and AirPods. Well, if you have if you're looking for AirPods, Apple is completely sold out until after the holidays, as are other major retailers like Best Buy. So you may have to hit Craigslist and pay a premium if you're looking for AirPods. On the flip side, the iPhone 10, which has been severely constrained since launch, is now available for delivery within 24 hours of wow. purchase. Oh, there you go. So you buy it today, it comes tomorrow. So if you're looking to pick up an iPhone 10, um, you're currently safe to have one in time for the holidays. But question for you, though. I always find it odd that smartphones appear on like holiday shopping lists. Um, recommendation list. I, I agree. Mean, because really, you need are, a contract. Yeah. You need, like, have you ever purchased no. a smartphone? Like me either. I've never bought a smartphone for someone for the holidays. That's, it's an that's a odd weird... choice on a holiday gift list. I agree. Yeah, it's yeah. something that people want, but it's usually you buy that yourself. Yeah, maybe can you get a gift gift certificate to the Apple store? Yeah, may, or yeah the, yes, you could the... do that. But buy, just buy, hey, here's a here's yeah. a phone. Enjoy signing up for a con- That's just, that's yeah, just and, weird. And, oh, oh, it's Android? You, oh, you like iOS? <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> exactly. Like, it's, exactly. It's, it's, an, it's an odd, it's a very personal product. Yes. Yeah, so it's an odd one to buy for somebody else, unless you really know I agree. they want it, and maybe they're in your family. How's your shopping going? It's going well. I uh, don't don't tell my in-laws, but I got them an Echo Show okay. for the holidays. We're going back to visit them for Christmas, and I'll be doing it. I'm going to set it up. I, I'm a little worried about whether they're actually going to use it. The main reason I got it was to be able to do very easy voice right. and, and video calling with them, just to be able to say, hey, you know, call Grandma Molly. Right. You right. know, and, and, uh, th- but here's what I figured out. This is actually, my wife made this suggestion. I got a bunch of smart plugs to go okay. with it. So I think that's how I'm going to drive mm. echo adoption in my in-law's house because right. that is sort of the killer feature. You can just say, hey, turn Alexa, on turn on the lights. Yeah, right. absolutely. So I, it'll, I'll be able to that's report cool. back early next year on, on exactly how it went. So I'm, I'm excited to hear. I, I will say this, though. Ernie, the app that you recommended yes. a while back. So. The Echo Show, I bought them at full price. Okay. The Echo Show, the price has since dropped to $150 from more than $200. Really? Yes. Oh, Just recently. Wow. It is yet to show up in my Ernie account. Okay. E-A-R-N-Y is yes. the product, the app that you recommended where they track your purchases yeah, and they yeah. get you the discount. So I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Ernie to pick up on what's Here's going on. Here's what I on. found. Yes. Um, it seems to me that what Ernie does is tracks all your purchases and then when it's nearing the 90-day point, that's when they decide what was the lowest price within the last 90 oh. days. Because the credit cards 
only give you price protection one time. Okay. So if it drops the next day and you claim it, and then th- oh. and then two months later it goes down again, it's like too bad you already claimed it. So they actually go ninety days. Okay, what was the lowest price within this time period, and claim that for? Because you. when you first started using it, though, like it racked up how many hundreds of thousands of dollars of savings. <laughs> the first week <laughs> that I used it, but again, it was all my oldest purchases. Oh, I see. The first week I used it, it I it got me roughly one hundred twenty five dollars, and then yesterday or two days ago, it was like a month from then. Um, so I got another bulk. So that's why I figured, oh, they're doing it on a monthly basis. And it found me another roughly $80. So okay. over two hundred, about $205 in the past two months um, in refunds that I otherwise would never have thought to even, um, you know, to even claim. I didn't yeah. even know you could do that. All right. Well, good luck with the rest of your holiday shopping. Let's dive yeah. in with this week's news. Here we go. Starting with T-Mobile TV. It's the big one. This was a fascinating announcement. I've been spending a lot of time. I listened to the entire analyst conference call with the T-Mobile executives oh, to understand exactly what's going on here. One of my big questions, and by the way, this was T-Mobile's news. They're going to be launching their own TV service Mm -hmm. in 2018. And when somebody announces that, I was thinking, oh, you know, it's going to be another one of these over the top. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. Basically, like, it's just going to be on somebody else's internet service. You know, you're going to use your Comcast to get the T-Mobile. What I figured was, and I'm I'm assuming I'm wrong here, but my thought was, um, because I've been so busy, I didn't get to dig into it. Okay, T-Mobile's launching a service. They're going to send you a TV box, but it's going to be streaming from T-Mobile. So you don't need to have internet service. It'll stream from their 5G or whatever, and that's, that's how you're going to get it. You're, you're very smart, Andrew. Oh, really? So that really is one of the options. So that is the main avenue that they're okay. going to use from what they're saying. They're really betting on 5G, the next generation of wireless cellular yeah. service. And T-Mobile won a big Spectrum auction earlier this that's year, right. and in part they're going to be using some of, the hat, some of that Spectrum to do it. It will also work as an app on Apple TV, for example, or Roku. It'll okay. be available that way. But the main thing that T-Mobile is betting on is that they're going to be able to sidestep your traditional internet provider that might use be used as the avenue for over-the-top kind right. of services in the past or and, and still. And they're going to be able to provide wireless connectivity to your home yes. specifically for your TV. And now I know a lot of folks out there, especially those with T-Mobile service right now, might say, really? <laughs> uh <laughs> But they promise that you know, starting in 2019 and then fully in terms of a national rollout in 2020, the 5G service mm-hmm. is something that's going to support this type of functionality. Oh, yeah. And 5G, if you don't know, like there was a jump from 3G to 4G. Well, there was 2G, 3G, 3G, 4G. And each, each jump roughly was about a decade in between. So we're about two years away from the decade of the launch of 4G. And... 5G really is a huge step forward to the point where it is quite feasible that you can say, I don't want Comcast anymore, and you can buy a Verizon or T-Mobile or AT&T, um, something you plug into your like power at right. your house, and it receives a signal and rebroadcasts it into your home and will be just as fast, if not faster. So um, even before 5G is launching, we're going to see gigabit LTE, which is 1,000 megabits up, 1,000 megabits down, which is crazy like that's what people you can't even get that from comcast today so although they are starting to roll it they're out try, yes but it's it's 1000 down and i think it's 35 up so it's not even you know it's the same symmetrical speed. right it's not symmetrical so there's a big shift coming where data is going to get a lot cheaper 
for the wireless carriers and therefore a lot cheaper for us and more ubiquitous. Pretty much everywhere you go, you're not going to have to worry about, you know, how much data have I used? Am I going to get over? It's just going to be, here's your data and you pay us a monthly fee and that's it. Which also goes back to those always connected PCs we talked about last time, which is where you just turn your PC on and you're connected no matter where you are. So, okay, so you're saying T-Mobile is going to take advantage of that to leverage their TV service and also allow you to access it through your own traditional internet service as well. So how are they changing, aside from the 5G, how are they changing the industry though? Because it does still sound like at this point in the conversation, you know, a Sling TV or a, you know, Direct TV Now or any of those other, you know, pay per month streaming services. Two primary ways that the executives are citing. First off, to enable this, they're acquiring a company called Layer 3. Okay. It's a company out of Denver that is founded by some cable industry veterans, veterans of big tech companies. And Layer 3 has come out with its own interactive TV service. So, Whereas today, all of your social streams are happening on your phone yeah. as you're watching TV. The Layer 3 service essentially integrates that into the experience as you're watching. Not something like where the TV show itself puts Facebook up there, but where you're actually getting the, the Facebook or the Twitter feed about the show you're watching mm. next to the show that okay. you're watching on the big screen display. So one of the main things that T-Mobile talked about is one of the reasons that millennials in particular are watching so much content on their phones is that the social experience is native to those phones as well. So yeah. they aren't having to do a second screen. So that is number one, uh, their, their big pitch in terms okay. of how that's going to work. Um, the other big thing that John Ledger, the T-Mobile CEO, is pointing to is they're going to try and disrupt the pricing and packaging model of cable TV in much the same way that they've done with wireless. And that's their big thing. That's his big claim to fame is that he has shook up the wireless industry. And so he's basically looking to take on Comcast, take exactly. on Time Warner. Exactly. And here's my theory on all this. You know, T-Mobile and Sprint were in acquisition discussions, yes. merger merger discussions. Those fell apart. Mm -hmm. So John Ledger essentially needs to figure out, okay, where do we take this company into the next frontier? And rather than just trying to keep climbing the ranks yeah. in the wireless industry, he's expanded the field. And he is very clearly taking on Comcast, Charter, Cox, mm -hmm. all of these companies, which he calls the number one most hated industry in the <laughs> right. world. Which is true, or at least in the United States. Yes. Like Comcast almost every year is the number one most hated uh, company in the United States. So yes. it is true. This is interesting. So for those who don't know, AT&T owns DirecTV now. That's right. Right? Does Verizon own any sort of media well, I know no, well, Verizon offers you know TV services as well. Oh, they do. I, yeah, okay. So but they don't own well, not like one of the big right, cable providers right. or or satellite TV. But providers. they they are a provider in like if you have Verizon FiOS, if you live in a Verizon right. FiOS area, you can buy TV from them. So Sprint's left out here; they have nothing. Um, but this is very interesting. Um, how all of all of them offer something because T-Mobile's recent thing was if you're a subscriber with us, we'll give you Netflix for free but they don't own Netflix. They're just kind of... They're basically paying for Netflix exactly on your behalf. and For and, you. Yeah, it's clearly... It was not a huge partnership between Netflix and T-Mobile. T-Mobile's basically become a 
bulk customer yeah, yeah, of Netflix yeah, exactly. in a lot of ways. Exactly. But T-Mobile has an advantage in a lot of different ways that you might not expect. They've got 16,000 retail stores out there. They've got 71 million customers. You know, By comparison, Comcast had around 21 million residential customers in the U.S. So T-Mobile has actually, really? actually got a big footprint here. What? Well, think about the reach of smartphones right. versus That's cable. very interesting. Yeah. So you know, they're, they're in an interesting spot. Um, and, you know, they, they ship 40 million smartphones a year, they say. So essentially, T-Mobile is in a place where they could kind of do an end around here if it's a good service and if it's reasonably priced. Right. That is one open question that we have here. Yes. What's it going to cost? We do know that- What's it going to cost if you're a T-Mobile customer? And what's it going to cost if you're not a T-Mobile wireless customer? Because I would assume for them, for it to be a success, they have to not care. If you if you have Verizon, right. you're still you can still use our TV service. Right. Well, it'll be an interesting dilemma because do the T-Mobile want to do the same types of bundles with right. the cable industry? You know, between True. wireless and TV, the the same bundles that they're criticizing yeah, now. Yeah. Um, we know that the layer three TV service starts at about seventy five dollars a month for one hundred and fifty channels. Much. Too so, much. Yeah. So there is an opportunity here for them to to disrupt the layer three pricing as well. T-Mobile's not yet saying how much they're going to charge, right. but very interesting moves here. And frankly, Absolutely. one of the most interesting companies in wireless just became one of the most interesting companies in tech yeah. because yeah. of this move. Yeah. I didn't even know the, the comparison of the subscriber numbers with Comcast, but if one out of four T-Mobile customers decides to sign up, they will basically rival Comcast in numbers, which is insane yeah one other thing i saw about layer three real quick all their channels are in hd and they're also making a push for 4k no other cable company right now maybe one of the satellites does offers 4k streaming tv so that would be another differentiator if they pull that off all right good deal so that is t-mobile's new tv service a deep dive on how it could work will work that's coming in 2018 but again the real benefit there is going to come when they launch their 5g service which they say nationally could happen in 2020 you never know where that's yeah, going to go yeah. but i think i think everybody's targeting 2020 not just them i think that's supposed to be the time so this is very this is very exciting this is exciting times to live in right now awesome all right we're going to take a break on geared up we'll be right back after this Welcome back. It's Todd Bishop and Andrew Edwards. You're listening to Geared Up. We've got a big show. We just got done talking about T-Mobile's new TV service, mm -hmm. some of the nitty-gritty there. I want to go hands-on now, though, with a device that I've been testing out in my car, okay. Andrew. So you have been going hands-on. Oh, absolutely. I've been okay. trying this thing out for the last five days. It's called the Muse. Five days. All right. It is Alexa in your car. Okay, so you've talked about this before. You were excited about getting it in. And, and I actually got it. it. And I've been using a pre-release version of the app from the developers. Okay. So this is, I've been trying it before anybody has it. I've got it here in my hand. It's about the size of, you know, about the, the diameter of maybe two quarters. A half dollar. Yeah, half dollar. Exactly. That's just about right. Whoever knows what the, now I'm old. <laughs> exactly. So speaking of old, my car is a 2007 <laughs> Toyota Camry. So okay. none of this fancy stuff like in your car, Bluetooth. Andrew. It's got Bluetooth and it's got a auxiliary port okay. to get audio. So the cool thing about the Muse is it, su it supports any one of those scenarios. So here's oh. the remainder of the cords. So what, what you end up doing is you get the Muse app okay, and you connect it uh, to the device. And so you essentially connect your phone to the Muse mm -hmm. via the app and through the Bluetooth on your phone. Then you have the Muse right here attached to the dashboard, as okay. you can see. And you can connect the Muse to the car via Bluetooth 
USB, or for people like me who have older cars, a 10-year-old car, I just basically connected this through the auxiliary port. Okay, so you have multiple options for connecting. Exactly. So connecting the Muse to the car. Yes. And then, essentially, what you do is you turn it on, and it is hands-free. So So it's listening at all times. Yes. So it's you say, Alexa, and it turns on. Wow. Here's the thing, though. It is not as immediate as it is when you have an echo device okay. in your house. So how do you know it's ready? So you say Alexa and then a little blue light pops up on here. Right now, it's a couple beats. As okay. you say Alexa, boom, boom, and it goes blue light and a little sound and so you know it's listening. Okay. You also see at least in my car on the display, you can see that it's uh basically listening yeah. uh, on on the the radio display. Okay. And then you do it I found, at least in my the pre-release version I've been testing, you have to speak up a little bit. It's You can either use the microphone on your phone <laughs> okay. or the microphone in the Muse. Yep. If you use the microphone in the Muse, you do have to speak up okay. just a little bit. But it works perfectly for things like Jeopardy. So here's here was my Jeopardy. weekend. Here's my weekend. Jeopardy. Hold on. You're in the car. Yes. Yes. Alexa. Play Let's Jeopardy. play some Jeopardy. Let's right play now. some Jeopardy. I'm bored. Alex Crash. Alex Trebek pops up on the what? car speakers. Oh, you know you know the whole trick with Alexa and Jeopardy. I thought I thought Alexa's voice was reading this. I didn't know Alex Trebek came up. No, no, no. So initially, when you launch Jeopardy on the Echo, it's you know Johnny Gilbert comes up and says, "This is Jeopardy," okay. and then Alex says, "Thanks, Johnny. Uh, let's catch you up on your." And then it's Alexa's okay, voice got after it, got that. It. Wow. It's, So I was able to catch up on like a week's worth of Jeopardy just doing errands in my car. Uh, So so it was awesome. Here's the other cool thing. The sound sounds fantastic. I would gauge, I would bet the sound, for example, the music, the music that comes through your speakers, because that's the best part of this. Because it's streaming from your phone, right? Streaming from your phone to the Muse into the auxiliary. And you would think through all of those connections, you know, the cellular yep, connection yep. to the phone, to the Bluetooth, to the Bluetooth yep. in, and then the, this thing yep. in, into the aux port, into the car, mm-hmm. eh, there's a lot of chance yeah, there yeah. for some degradation Absolutely. of the sound quality. It sounds beautiful. So I'm able to sit there and listen to all the songs that I would. Mm-hmm. Basically, anything, anything that your Alexa can do. Give me some examples of some commands you gave it. Uh, so uh, I want to, because I always, the problem that I've had with with uh, Alexa in general is I see them demoed in like a promo video. Yeah. I buy it because I'm excited. I set it up. I forget about it. And then I notice it and I'm like, oh, let me ask it something. Well, just because it's like it's never just a natural unless it's like turn the lights off or on or something like that. So I'm curious like when you're in the car and you're not like in the middle of 100 things because you're driving. What occurs to you to ask it? I, music is a big one, so I will often ask for Alexa, play top pop. Okay. You know, and then it's mm. it's the top pop station. Yep, uh, you can add things to your shopping list. Alexa, okay. you know, add something to my list. Right. Um, you know that those are the two biggies, and then I lo- I love playing Jeopardy. So you know, Alexa, play <laughs> Jeopardy. Right. But it's essentially anything you could do. Anything. So any of the other like Jeopardy like games yeah. that any other you can everything happens through here. That's kind of amazing. It, it's that's not, cool. Again, it's not as fast as a regular Echo. Now, and again, right. I am using a pre-release version of the app through Test Flight mm-hmm. on on the iPhone. So in that way, you know, I'm hoping it'll get 
a little bit more responsive. Mm-hmm. And also, I do have to yell a little bit. So, like, yeah. like you're <laughs> Alexa. It's kind of like that volume. So people see thing. people look at you and like, why is this guy talking y- to himself yelling so at his loud? Car. What's going on? I think there's enough uh, folks out there talking and muttering <laughs> to themselves in their cars. That's interesting. Doesn't so get noticed. One thing because I I have CarPlay in my car, yeah. which ties Siri into the car interface, but Apple limits some of the things Siri can do. I'm assuming in the name of safety, driver safety. Yeah. So, you know, I can ask it to do home automation stuff like I'm on the way home, turn the lights on, things like that. Um, Directions, I need gas, I need food, all that. But if I were to say, you know, Siri, how much does a blue whale weigh? It'll say, sorry, I can't answer that in the car. Really, it's just too complicated. Like you, you cognitively, you just can't take that load or something. No, I, well, yeah, I think it's just more like, hey, now you're veering off of um, like, like driving related things. So I was curious if this. I haven't run into that yet. Okay, but you make a good point. I actually would like to try turning the lights on and off from this mm. from the car into the house because yeah. we've got that set up and I really freaked my wife and daughter out the other day because they didn't recognize what was going on. I was able to turn the Christmas tree lights on and off. Oh, nice, nice. So, uh, How that, much is this guy? 50 bucks? 50 bucks, yep. Not bad. So it was available on, on Indiegogo. Okay. Uh, we'll link to it from the show notes. So uh, it's not available for like mass purchase today. You know, I need to look at, look at that. Um, Especially I if you're using a pre-release app. Yeah, I, I, I've, I'm checking in with the developer to find out exactly what the availability is going to be but the folks who ordered it on indiegogo they sent out a note saying it'll be here in december and it may not be here before christmas but they are getting it out now so that's the muse i i like it fifty dollars yep you recommend this absolutely especially if it was was available today to buy for as a gift this is something you'd recommend definitely you know it's essentially replacing what a lot of people already do with their echo dot yes so, but but it's a much more seamless package. It's it links nicely to your it's smartphone. In the car. I mean, a lot of people spend a lot of time in the car. Absolutely, so. and I had a nice surprise on it as well. So I was listening to NPR One on my iPhone in my headphones. I got into the car and I just took my headphones out and set my phone down. Okay, the Bluetooth streaming from the phone to this to the aux to the speakers worked what the heck i don't know if they meant that to happen wow but it actually worked and like well that's a nice little trick that's cool yeah so which on an older car again this is more about retrofitting older cars yeah because yeah. obviously you can do voice commands and all sorts of things with siri and yes and carplay Android and all that auto, stuff yeah, yeah. If, you have, so, if you have a newer car it probably won't need this unless you're super invested in the alexa ecosystem but i mean even something like jeopardy just using that as an example for people that have long commutes, that's actually something that they might even, even if they have a car that has CarPlay, like this is a fun way to pass the time. So kudos to them. Absolutely. So with that, mm-hmm. it is time for our national car rental story, story of, the week. of the week. All right. That's what do we right. got? What are we talking about? So we, uh, again, big thanks to national car rental, big Absolutely. shout out to them for sponsoring geared up. You can check out technically speaking mm-hmm. the show that Andrew does at youtube.com slash national car rent. That's right. Plus check them out at nationalcar.com. Again, a big thanks to them for sponsoring Geared Up. Okay, so this week's National Car Rental Story of the Week. Oh, this is it right here. We've been waiting for this guy. The Echo Spot. We're still waiting. We're We're still still waiting. waiting. (laughs) You and I are still waiting, but the reviews are in. Yep. And people are weighing in on if the Amazon Alexa Spot is the next hot device. Absolutely. So let's clarify this because I know the language is hard to follow. Okay. 
We've got the Echo Spot here. It's a $130 device. Okay. This is the second touchscreen Echo. It looks like a bedside clock. Mm -hmm. And that really is how it operates. It's almost like a smart clock next to your bed. In fact, the default face is a clock that you get to pick. The reviews came out today. Mm -hmm. For the most part, people like it. For the most part. You know what? That, That one sentence that you just said there, seems to define every Amazon product that gets released. Hey, it's out, and for the most part, people think it's fine. (laughs) Like, they're not blowing you away with, like, the latest, you know, greatest tech packed into this thing, but it does the job, and it's pretty inexpensive. That's right. So So it's a a two-and-a-half-inch touchscreen, and it is essentially a way to have even video calling next to your bed. And that is nice. That is one place where some of the reviewers were like, you know, for... And it's such a small device, mm-hmm. it's not the greatest for video calling. And in fact, one of the reviewers sure. was saying, you know, they could have maybe cut the price, gotten rid of the video calling, and made I this think, work. I think so. Here's my personal opinion on this. It's not so much a bedside device as it is a desk device. I agree with you. Like, if I'm at work, or if I'm work, like if I'm editing a video or whatever, and someone wants to call me, and I have that there, that's a great place for a video call because I don't have to take my hands off the keyboard, and we can still have a chat. That's where I think it excels uh, for video. If you're, most people don't want to have video calls in their bedroom anyway. Right. Let's just let's just say that no one's just hey I'm sleeping and someone's calling me on video. Yeah, no. and there's also the issue of privacy and the concerns first that Alexa is listening to you. Yes. And second that Amazon has a camera. You know, I'm sitting here mm-hmm. with a, a sticker over my own camera on my right. laptop. Now and you have that on there. Why is that? Why do you have that on there? Mark Zuckerberg does it, like so a I legitimate, better like do you have it. a legitimate reason. Like you have a legitimate. I, I I'd rather it's that not. It, it's not to be funny. You actually. I, if if my if my Mac is hacked for some reason, yeah. I you know just in case. Right. right. You never it's, know. It's something to be smart about. Yeah, right? you don't. I don't have one. I don't have one. But my my Mac, since I use my desktop almost you know ninety percent of the time, my Mac is usually just closed. But. I don't have one on my desktop. Maybe it's something to consider. So uh, CNET in particular was a little bit mixed on the device. Um, one of the key problems with both this and the Echo Show is that YouTube currently is no longer available on mm. these devices. It was on, <laughs> off, then you know, on, then off again. So right, it, it, on, off, on, and now off again. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but this, it seems like, did you hear why, why that happened? It's because. It seems like it's Amazon's fault. Well, Amazon isn't offering the Google products on right. Amazon.com, but Amazon initially at least also didn't comply with the strict terms of service that Google has through YouTube for mm. people who. Right. That was the first them. one. Yeah. But the second one is like, hey, you don't, you don't sell our products to your customers. Why should we give ours? Why? Yeah. It's not a two way street here. Exactly. So I could, I, when I read that, I was like, you know what? That's, that's a great point. Amazon trying to play hardball with everybody. It, it is also a, a very small screen for watching videos. I don't know if you recall yeah. from the Amazon yes, presentation, yes, yes. but they kind of zero in on the, the center of right. whatever video you're watching. It's not the for kind of me, thing you're going to sit there and like watch like yeah. a TV screen. It's the kind of video watching experience where you're watching stuff that doesn't really require you to look at it. Like a stand-up monologue in the evening, like Jimmy Fallon or something. Right. You don't have to look at Jimmy Fallon. You can just hear what he's saying and kind of glance. It's, it's more for that. It's not for watching. You know, you're not going to watch a movie on this thing by any chance. What were some of the more positive comments that people had to say? People love the design. One of the things that they said is it's the cutest device that Amazon (laughs) has ever created. Okay, And that was one wrap on the Echo Show. It looked kind of like a big clunky 
uh, it's almost like a little toaster on your yeah, on your or like screen. a miniaturized like old school TV. Yeah, or even uh, it almost looked like one of those little security boxes that you might <laughs> use for an antiquated home security right. system, yes, or yes. or even a current home security right. system. They're all they're all terrible. Yeah, exactly. So the the Echo Show itself is not the the big greatest design, although frankly it's so functional. I, I mean, I'm I, we love our Echo yeah. Show. Um, so so the design is something they liked. Um, the setup very easy. And in fact, the display versions of the Echoes are, it, it's even easier to set up because you're not just using your voice. You can actually like type the Wi-Fi password right. on the screen versus, you know, having to figure it out through mm-hmm. your device, through your, through your smartphone. Yeah. So, uh, you know, overall, just a, a really interesting and well-designed device from what the reviews are saying. Where does it put your excitement level about this? Well, here's the issue. As some of the reviewers pointed out, and as we talked about earlier, Amazon has just recently dropped the price of the larger screen Echo Show to $150. So that's a permanent price drop? That's not a holiday? It may be a promotion. I'm not sure. Okay, but even a $30 difference? But Well, actually a $20 difference. So the Echo Spot is $130. The Echo Show is $150. So at that point, really, the only real advantage you're getting is the smaller footprint. Because so that's only show. if you don't have space. I mean, why would really? you buy it if it's just I don't have the space for well, this big thing? The alarm clock feature or the 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 clock face be- feature is nice, um, but again, but on the show you got you have a clock. You, there's a clock right there, yeah. always on the screen. It's not so, an analog you right, know, version. It's, it's even better. It's yeah. digital. Yeah. So, huh? That's interesting. So now there's for me the other the bigger device is the better device. You were paying less for the smaller device because it's not as functional, but it's cheaper. And but it, it was it was vastly cheaper, and now that's gone. So, you know, if you could get a Kindle Paperwhite for ninety nine dollars and the Kindle Oasis for one hundred and nineteen dollars, you're probably going to get the Oasis, right? That's why the Oasis is two fifty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so there are two other products from Amazon that were released or unveiled at part of that product unveiling yes. we went to that are actually coming out this week as well. I don't know if you oh, know Oh, really? This. No, I did not. So there's one that the I know buttons. you're excited about. The buttons. The buttons. The buttons are okay. coming out on Tuesday. Okay. Ours will get here on Tuesday. So are the, the buttons are compatible with any Echo or is it only so. the new? No, okay. I believe it's... Okay. I mean, all this stuff. I mean, you can go back to the first generation all Echo. Right. good, and good, can, good. be good. And then there's another one that I know you're excited about. I don't remember what it was. The phone call. The, the oh, phone. Yes. Yeah, Explain this product to me because yes. I don't understand. Claire, what's this product called again? The Echo Connect. Echo Connect. Yes. So it's not so much an excitement as it is it's a very practical thing that most people, I think, in this day and age kind of overlook. The Echo Connect uh, requires an Echo device. So you have to have an Echo Dot or any Echo device. And it becomes a home phone. So it can plug into your copper, the old school home phone jack. And it, it allows you to make phone calls to landlines, to cell phones, um, to emergency from, from your, your house. Echo, from your Echo? From your Echo. And since you ha- if you have multiple Echoes, since they all talk to each other, you only need one of these in one area of your house. And you can have an Echo in the other area and say, hey, Alexa, call mom. And it's not going to call your mom on her Echo device. It can actually call her cell phone. Um, but the reason I like it is because as someone who's a parent, right, my son does not have a cell phone yet. I still have a landline at home, but a lot of people don't. A lot of people just use their cell phones. I want my kids to be able to call the police if something goes down. Like if I, let's just say I faint or something. Faint? When's the last time someone fainted? If, I, if I'm knocked out for some reason, that's more hardcore. Um, and my phone is locked with Face ID, 
my son's not going to be able to, you know what I mean? But he can he can say, hey, Alexa, call 911. I think it's important for emergency services to always have that backup. And this device is $35. That's right. And there is no monthly fee. Yep. So $35, one-time fee, cancel your home phone service if you have it. No need to have that anymore. No need to have Vonage or anything else. Buy this, one-time fee, have an Echo device, and there's your home phone. Yeah, I okay. like that. So that's the Echo Connect, 35 bucks, And also, again, the Echo Buttons. I might do a special live stream on our Facebook when I oh, get that yeah. in tomorrow. Let me know. Let me know if that happens. Okay, excellent. All right, and once again, the Echo Spot for $130, right. and that is our national car rental story of yes. the week. Now, the thing you need to know about this, though, $130, cool device, great gift, but it will not arrive, even if you order it today, it will not arrive in time for Christmas. Yes, is it like mid-January let's or something? See, let's see. I'll try placing it in my... Uh, Amazon was having an issue keeping this guy in stock. January 2nd. January 2nd. January 2nd. So not too far out, but that might be hoping to have sooner it, than the one that I ordered a was, week ago. It was sooner because it seemed like it was Maybe like that means I'm going to be getting my Echo Spot tomorrow. I wonder if Amazon might be surprising us a yeah, little bit. Yeah, Apple does that a lot. Yeah. They'll say, oh, you ordered an iPhone. It'll be there in six to eight weeks, but it really comes in like 10 days. Yeah. Just under promise, over deliver. Yep. That's what's absolutely. up. Absolutely. All right, that is it for Geared Up this week. Any yes. other last-minute holiday gift thoughts here before we wrap up, Andrew? No, other than go hurry up and buy them like ASAP. Christmas is on a Monday, Monday. right? Which is weird because the Saturday and Sunday right before, you may not be getting deliveries those days. So it's really Friday where you need to get your delivery in by. So it's a little weird this year. Yeah. All right. Until next time, I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Thanks for listening to Geared Up. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gearlive and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.